Today, Pinterest takes another step toward becoming a shoppable platform. Why religious customers complain more. Why you might not be the best choice for your brand's voice. And Twitter employees. You guys okay? And on the Premium Podcast, with no ads, more stories, and deep dive weekend episodes, tap the link in the show notes for more. Zuckerberg's really hoping for his iPhone moment, a look inside Meta's plans for augmented reality, and what this could mean for your brand. It's Thursday, April 14th. I'm Todd Maffin. Here's what you missed today in digital marketing. And yes, we are talking about Elon Musk, but at the very end of the episode. What's going to happen? Someone from your company is going to do something dumb, and that will result in a negative review on Facebook or Google or something. When you break down the kinds of people who spread negative word of mouth, you find different groups, not just genders or ages, but also their personal moral stance, how religious they are, and so on. You might think that religious people would be more forgiving of mistakes made by your brand, and you would be wrong. In fact, they're much less forgiving. At least according to some new research, Riza Cassidy is an associate professor of marketing at Macquarie University. He and his colleagues recently published a paper in the Journal of Marketing Research called Religious Belief, Religious Priming, and Negative Word of Mouth. I spoke with him earlier, just in time for the Easter weekend, and asked him why he thinks the religious are more likely to go negative. Most religious people, they emphasize not only on forgiveness, but also on fairness. So um, because religious people believe that justice must be done. So when things um, go wrong in a service situation, when there's a product failure, service failure, that is considered not fair. Um, so they would react uh, strongly uh, compared to those who are non-religious. I see. So they're trying to reach some sort of equilibrium on justice. Yes, something like that. So their sense of fairness, uh, we found that... Uh, for religious people, they have higher or stronger sense of a sense of fairness compared to non or less religious respondents. Your research looked mostly at like everyday service failures. Yeah. Do you think your findings could also be applied to other types of brand transgressions, like major moral or ethical ones, like the use of child labor, for instance? When the failure has really had uh, moral implications, like what you say, the use of child labor or, you know... Um, yeah, underpaying workers, right? So that, again, you know, like a strong uh, issue of fairness there, I would say uh, religious priming would maybe work the other way around. You know, people who are primed with God may be actually less forgiving in that situation because uh, that failure relates strongly to um, fairness issues um, beyond their own interests. You know, it's some someone else's, especially vulnerable community. So the priming can work the other way around. It can actually make them more, take more revenge, spread more negative word of mouth to take this company down because this company violates um, strong fairness norms among vulnerable communities. So, th so there is a point at which Jesus cannot help your brand. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So there's always a limit as to what priming can do. And I think in those situations that you mentioned, the examples you mentioned about moral failure, that definitely can work, work the other way around. My full conversation with Dr. Cassidy also covered things like how marketers should rewrite their copy around religious states and for religious people, how they can do that without alienating atheists, and how you can expect your own brand's reviews to change when they're written on Sundays or around Christmas. And much, much more. The full conversation is coming exclusively to the premium podcast feed 
on Saturday. You can sign up for the premium podcast feed yourself by tapping the link in the show notes or by going to todayindigital.com slash premium feed. Along with the weekend episodes, you get more stories, show comes out earlier, no ads, a whole bunch more. Just check for the link in the show notes or go to todayindigital.com slash premium feed. Pinterest is taking another step toward becoming a social commerce platform. The company today released a new extension that will allow WooCommerce merchants to integrate their products into the social media platform. Once the new extension is installed, their entire product catalog will be uploaded to Pinterest, where it will appear in consumers' feeds as shoppable product pins. Additionally, the extension tracks when users interact with products on Pinterest, so online retailers can determine their top-selling or most-saved items. Merchants can connect their WooCommerce store to their Pinterest business account directly in the WooCommerce app. As digital marketers, we're often called upon to use our own voice in promotional things, YouTube videos, podcast ads, and so on. But is it possible that you've been using your voice? Sorry, let me take that one again. No problem. Three, two, one. Is it possible that you've used your voice? Sorry, Steph, one more, one more time. <laughs> Three, two, one. Is it possible that you've used your voice to emphasize the wrong words? like I've done three times now in this intro. Emma Rodero, a professor of media psychology and neurocommunication, recently co-authored a study called The Emphasis Strategy in Commercials, in which she broke down how you can improve your ad's effectiveness and listeners' arousal and attention, whether you're doing YouTube spots, podcast ads, or even product videos. I spoke with her yesterday. The first is intonation. So intonation is very, very, very important when you are speaking in a commercial. So the general rule always is just you have to be natural because naturalness is the quality that listeners uh, appreciate a lot. Try to use a changing intonation. Changing intonation meaning that I'm here high now and then I'm going low and I'm high and I'm low. But if you eliminate this contrast, this acoustic contrast between highs and lows, you are going to, to, to lose your, your, your audience because it's repetitive and it's regular. And when you are speaking in a, when you are speaking in a regular way, uh, like me now, uh, attention is lost. Second emphasis, you have just to select in your text, in your message, in your commercial, commercial, in your piece of news, whatever you, you, you have, select the most important words in the message. What are these words? Verbs, uh, nouns, and adjectives. And that's it. Not pronounce, not adverse, not everything, because if you mark everything, you mark nothing. Third thing, very important, speech rate. We know that in commercials, the speech rate is very, 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 very fast. We conducted a survey about that and listeners are continuously saying, well, this is very fast. I cannot follow the information because, you know, commercials are <laughs> uh, sometimes 300 words per minute. This is crazy. So please stop, stop. Try to differentiate the information in a speech rate, very easy. The information that is important, it's saying slow. And the information that is not important is fast. And you have to make these contracts 
Again, contrast, variation. So, intonation, emphasis, and speech rate with variety. Professor Emma Rodero, I spoke with her yesterday from her office in Barcelona. YouTube has added some new doohickeys to help your brand with its content planning strategy. The company announcing it is rolling out its new Search Insights feature to all creators. The feature shows what people are searching for, both in relation to your content and channels specifically, as well as more general queries. To access these insights, you will need to go to YouTube Studio on Desktop, click Analytics, and then the new Research tab. It will provide you with key topics of interest among your viewers, the overall search volume for each topic, and the amount of traffic that your channel has generated based on each top query. YouTube will also offer a marker for content gap queries, which are terms that don't provide a high volume of results, and a searches across YouTube option, which provides insight into the most popular search queries based on a keyword. While YouTube is rolling out search insights, Reddit has announced it's rolling out new search improvements. The platform has updated its search feature to index comments. Searching for topics can now be done directly from the search bar with the new comments tab instead of having to click on several posts and scroll through comments to find threads that are relevant. With this update, now everything on Reddit is searchable, including users, posts, communities, and now, as I mentioned, comments. The platform is also introducing a simpler design for search results on both desktop and mobile, which includes prioritizing posts over other types of content, a simplified results page, and working on improving search relevance by allowing less restrictive matching. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're on mute, Dave. It's something that most people working from home hear every day these days, but are you really on mute? New research suggests you may want to watch what you say in your brand or agency's next conferencing call. A recent University of Wisconsin-Madison analysis found that video conferencing apps might be listening to you even when your mic is off. Analysts found that all of the apps they tested, none of which they revealed the names of, sadly, occasionally collected raw audio data when the microphone was muted, 
with one popular app gathering information and delivering data to its server regardless of whether the microphone was muted or not. The researchers then investigated whether they could use the data collected from a muted app to determine what kind of activity is taking place in the background. The team identified the background activity with more than 80% accuracy. Whether or not these companies are accessing or using this first-party data is not yet known, but who knows? Maybe your video conferencing call might be the next big place for ad placements. Apple is making it easier for your brand to create and edit short videos. The tech giant has announced a new version of iMovie that can make a marketing video with one click. iMovie 3.0 introduces two major features, Magic Movie and Storyboards. With this new Magic Movie thing, you just choose videos from your library, hit Next, and your footage is automatically stitched together with transitions, music, and titles. The app will identify dialogue, people's faces, actions, and more. You also have the ability to rearrange your movie however you want. The new storyboards feature provides a guided way for brands and creators to create videos and include templates for social videos, education videos, trailers, and product reviews. Here's how that works. Once you select the storyboard, you get a list of shots. You can create each shot by selecting a video from your library or by shooting a new one. You can trim a clip, add titles, change the style for titles, and so on. Both features can be shared directly from iMovie to messages, email campaigns, and social media. iMovie 3.0 is now available for devices running iOS 15.2 or later. Does someone want to check on people over at Twitter headquarters? I have a feeling they are not okay. Elon Musk, in case you missed it, has offered to buy Twitter. He tweeted out this information early this morning and said he's willing to pay $54.20 per share to buy 100% of the company. That would value Twitter at $43 billion. Elon Musk was just over the water from me in Vancouver this morning at a TED conference, and he was interviewed on stage about it. He spent quite a bit of time talking about free speech, hinted fairly strongly, I thought, that he would let Donald Trump get back on the platform. Trump, of course, the former U.S. president who was permanently banned by Twitter off of the platform. But he also talked a little bit about the algorithm itself. Here's a bit of that. It's, it's very important that, that like the, the, the algorithm be open sourced and that any manual uh, adjustments be uh, identified. Like, so if this tweet, if somebody did something to a tweet, it's, there's information attached to it that this, that action was taken. And I, 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 I won't personally be, uh, you know, in there editing tweets. Um, so, but, but you'll know if something was done to, to promote, demote, or otherwise affect uh, a tweet. He also said that if he were to be able to buy it, he would make the entire Twitter algorithm public domain by putting it up on GitHub, which I think we can all agree um, is just a terrible <laughs> idea from a business point of view. But then again, he is Elon Musk. And finally, I present Sina Estavi. Calls himself a crypto entrepreneur. Last year, he bought a digital token representing the first tweet ever published. It was posted by Twitter founder Jack Dorsey. Mr. Estavi paid $2.9 million for the NFT. And this month, he thought the timing was right to sell it on the open market... He figured it would likely resell for about $50 million, given all the crypto hype these days. The top offer came in at $277. <laughs> Do 
needless to say, this got some media attention. So he extended the auction. When I checked this morning, the top bid was less than ten grand. Why did he wait this long? Well, turns out he's been in prison, having served some time after being arrested on economic crime charges. Those charges relate to two failed cryptocurrency ventures. He denies he's committed any crimes. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. NFTs, friends, the Ponzi scheme of our generation. So hot top update. Now the deck guy. Remember we had to hire a, a guy to reinforce the deck so we could put a little two or three person hot top on our side deck. Anyway, the deck guy is now pissed off that we are asking questions of him from the structural engineer. Uh, <laughs> which we have to. We have to make sure that it's not going to collapse. We want to be safe and responsible. Um, so he's ghosted us now. And like all I need to know is like how long the screws were that he used and whether the beam was pressure, pressure treated and with what product and... Oh, man. Tomorrow is Good Friday on the Christian calendar, a stat holiday in Canada. Monday is Easter Monday, also a holiday for many people up here. More relevant to our reporting, most companies don't release any real news on Easter weekend. So we will be back Tuesday of next week. Today in Digital Marketing is produced by Engage Q Digital on the traditional territories of the Sunamic First Nation on Vancouver Island. Our associate producer is Steph Gunn podcast music licensing by source audio and our theme composer mark levis who himself holds some twitter stock is now going to spend the weekend contemplating this takeover bid he wrote on his blog this afternoon i know that i must do what's right sure as kilimanjaro rises like olympus above the serengeti have a restful weekend friends premium people i'll see you on saturday the rest of you on tuesday <laughs> that was good. It was fine. I like. Are you it. sure you're good? No, that's no, good. If it's good. bad, just let me know. I'll redo it. No. My acting debut in today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.